From the birthplace of radio's greatest era. Now, from New York, it's Radio Night Live with Kevin McCullough. Unlike anything else on radio today, it's a front row seat for great information with today's leading experts. The millionaire maker, Hillary Kramer. Travel with a third generation travel icon, Linda Perillo. The Fox News Medical All-Stars featuring Dr. Mark Siegel, Dr. Marty McCary, Dr. Jeanette Nishwat, and the OG, Dr. Nicole Sapphire. Legal analysis from former prosecutor and court journalism superstar Imran Ansari and Christine Nicholas. The quintessential heartbeat to New York hospitality. All joining legendary broadcast pro Kevin McCullough on a mission unlike any other. United to bring back New York. Now, live from Studio 111, here's Kevin McCullough. Thank you, Lonnie Perkins. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for being with us. And friends, I wish, I wish I could have taken every one of you to sit at the table that I was at yesterday at the Broadway Association uh, luncheon as we were treated to a beautiful rendition. Christine Nicholas, good to see you. What are we listening to? You are listening to Akela Akubo, who is the winner of the 2019 Roger Reese Awards, as well as the Jimmy Awards. She's an NYU Tisch senior. This gal has a set of pipes that is unbelievable, and it is from Saigon. Yeah, Uh, it was amazing. Movie of my mind. Yeah, beautiful. Beautiful job. Well, uh, that and that was at the very end of what was a very just stellar Broadway Association event. You had um, all of the, well, at least six were there of organizations that work with students to get them involved and to become familiar with Broadway in a way that they may not have had the chance to otherwise. And Christine, I've just got to applaud you and the association and your and your staff because. Pulling this all together, I know it was a lot of work, but everybody that was in that room walked out of there with great appreciation for how kids in New York City public schools could actually come to appreciate Broadway. Yeah, well, I got to thank Susan Lee for putting this idea in my head to do this because it's uh, National uh, Theater in the Schools Month, uh, which is a Disney program, Disney theatrical, but Susan Lee runs the Roger Reese Awards here in New York, which is the New York State competition uh, for high school kids to compete uh, for really the best uh, performance in a Broadway musical. Uh, And then they go on to the Jimmy Awards, which is the national uh, competition. But Susan uh, just wanted to have this opportunity to get gather these folks so that we can know and learn from each other on what's going on. Michael Presser was there from Inside Broadway, and he's been doing this for 40 years, teaching kids about the jobs that are available in the theater industry you know, uh, all these different types of jobs that you don't have to be an actor uh, in front of the stage. You know, As Susan said herself, she was like, I didn't have any talent, but I knew I was going to work in the theater the rest of my life. And I wanted to say, ah, but that shows you had some talent. Just wasn't in the uh, areas that everybody thinks it is. Yeah, she's got talent in bringing people together. I mean, she is the best matchmaker, the best connector of great folks um so i'm really indebted to susan lee so thank you susan (laughs) yeah it was incredible the the broadway league um i'm trying to remember the six the organizations but michael's group uh, was there from new uh new 42 which is a theater 
the, the Victory Theater on 42nd Street, and they deal with a lot of like younger kids. They're really trying to get from as young as like three, four, five, and then elementary schools. And they they give. Um, and he said he doesn't believe in free tickets because people don't value them. <clears throat> so he makes them a very inexpensive ticket, like a $2 ticket. But he's also working with NYCHA Housing, the New York City Public Housing Authority, to try to get those kids to understand um, what theater is all about, because he says the word theater and Broadway can sometimes come across as being elitist. So or just disconnected, for them. sure. Yeah, disconnected. So I think and that's really I loved important. when they were asking, and Frank Delella from New York One did a great job um, th- hosting the whole thing but when he asked him about the specific strategy with the NYCHA properties Christine it really jumped out at me that they're they're doing this the right way they go into the housing properties with the coaches and the mentors and they do workshops and so you're you're gathering interest right there where they live they don't have to go to some foreign place to experience it they're starting to build a relationship with the uh, the Broadway community right there in their own uh, home and then the goal is to over time as they progress then bring them into the different programs and for um, just every one of them talked so eloquently about the need to do it but you know right. when um, when Rachel from the Broadway League was asked she said something like 81,000 students this yeah. year have already been uh, serviced and I know that Michael's creating the magic thing yeah. happens twice a year where he packs yeah. out a theater I was I went to the one mm-hmm. uh, last year and just what a what an incredible right. program and every person that walked out of there at least that I rode on the elevator with going down and uh, getting out of there I'm they sorry. were like this is the this is the this was the best Broadway Association luncheon we've ever had I mean they were just <laughs> blown away by it not to set the bar too high for the next one yeah. so good luck <laughs> yeah. well the next one actually we're going to be celebrating um, Phantom of the Opera and we've got some special guests coming and you know they are closing on um, April sixteenth. 35 years, longest longest running show on Broadway. And, um, you know, by the way, the Broadway Association was founded in 1911. So it's the longest running advocacy uh, Broadway show. <laughs> so the fact that we're going to be honoring Phantom is, is very special and we're going to miss it. But we're so grateful for the millions of people that Phantom has brought to Broadway and to New York City over the years. And now that it's closing, it's almost like a rush. You know, we yeah. also got some news today about Funny Girl. So you're going to see that that's I was going blown to be a away rush. by that. What well, happened there? I think it's based on the the strength of the personality who is the lead right now. So, you know, she can't be in it forever. These are very it's the same thing when Hugh Jackman was leaving um the Music Man. You know, he was never intending on being in that show for more than a year, right? Or yeah, or more. and yeah. and so there is sort of an arc and who else can really who else can play that role right now? I mean, once he's been there, uh, yeah. It's going to be very hard to fill those shoes. So that show always knew that it was probably not going to uh, exist Outlast without you. Leah. Yeah. yeah. But but now it's going to give uh, an opportunity for new shows, and there are so many new shows coming. Life of Pi is going to be opening up on March 30th. Uh, this show called Shucked, which is supposed to be hilarious. Um, the play that can go wrong has now got a new spin. It's uh, Peter Pan, What Could Go Wrong, or something, and that just looks hilarious. You know, so. <laughs> You've got a lot of new shows opening up coming soon. So I, I would never look at one show closing as any indication other than, you know, Broadway's still strong and, and things are going to yeah. open. Things are going to close. But there's so I much. I guess life I was just Broadway. a little bit surprised because Leah just came to that role. And, you know, now the ending uh, is in sight. Yeah. 
Uh, but that's not a, that's not totally unusual. In fact, when we were talking with uh, Gary Sinise, you know, he was talking about uh, when the, the the show he was in on Broadway closed and how they kind of managed the mm. end of that. I, it's just interesting to see how the live theater works as opposed to uh, other forms. And I really do think that um, I don't feel nearly as bad that I haven't seen everything that's out there. I was talking with Frank before the uh, the panel, and he's like, yeah, I haven't seen everything yet either. <laughs> I'm like, well, <laughs> if Mr. Delala hasn't seen it all, then I'm, I'm in pretty good shape. Uh, yeah. But uh, it was a great, great event, and it just, you know, the thank Broadway you. Association doing a great job and just wanted to brag on you a little bit because you oh, always do a you. great job. <laughs> so what else well, are we going to talk about tonight? Oh, my goodness. We have two great guests. We have Andrew Riggi, who is with the Hospitality Alliance, and he had his – started off the week with him at his con- uh, conference, the State of the Industry. So, uh, and he had some great guests there too. And we also have Steve Cuso, who just is celebrating his uh, 50th uh, anniversary at the New York Post. I mean, I just, wow. how quickly, right? <laughs> so, um, he doesn't so look old to enough him. to have been there 50 years. He started as a copy boy, like when he was 12 years old or something like that. I mean, back in the day when like people could work before they were 18 or 16 years old. So uh, yeah. I think he was fetching coffee, but also learning the business. He's he's worn so many hats there, you know, just uh, from editor to writer to the, you know, and everything in between. So I'm yeah. glad that he'll be able to join us. No, that'll be that'll be great. And then, of course, uh, Christine will have some tips at the end of the uh, hour to uh, make sure you've got everything you need to know uh, for your weekend. So stick around. We've got a big, big show. It's Radio Night Live for a Friday. It's all fun. Stay here. Listen to AM 970 The Answer on Alexa. Tune in iHeart or Odyssey.com. All right, I tell you every single week that uh, Mike Connors will answer one of your questions, one of your real questions here uh, personally. And, uh, Mike, this week's question comes from John in Queens. He says, uh, Mike, my aunt died. I can't afford to pay for the funeral, but I know she had life insurance policy. Can I collect that to pay for her funeral? Mike Connors. Well, the big question on that, who's the beneficiary of the life insurance policy? Yes, if you're the beneficiary, you can collect that, and you can work with your funeral director, and most of them, I think, will do this. If you're not the beneficiary, you may have a problem, but then again, who is the beneficiary? Maybe they should pay for the funeral. Um, but some people are under the mistaken impression that if you have an insurance policy, it's used to pay for a funeral, and it's automatic. It, it doesn't quite work that way. That money belongs to the beneficiary. Even if it's a, a, an insurance policy that's specifically designed to be for post-death expenses? Ahead of time, the aunt could have made a deal with the funeral parlor and assigned the policy over to the funeral parlor. But if she didn't do that, that money belongs to the beneficiary. Well, it's important to uh, know these things. And, friends, that's why we're always telling you the uh, biggest mistake you can uh, have happened uh, with your end-of-life planning is to just not plan at all. So uh, call Mike Connors and his team at Connors & Sullivan this week. Uh, Get your Uh, plans looked at see what you need Uh, maybe it's a will maybe it's a trust the mccullers have done this we certainly recommend the wonderful team at connors and sullivan uh at 718-238-6500 718-238-6500 and then mike will be ready to answer more questions from you just send them to ask mike connors at gmail.com ask mike connors at gmail.com and then be listening saturdays at eight o'clock in the morning for 
um, on AM 570 and 102.3 FM, The Mission, WMCA, and Sunday morning starting at 11 on AM 970, The Answer. Mike Connors, as always, thanks so much. Thank you, Kevin. Hi, Kevin McCullough. Now more than ever, I want you to try Balance of Nature's fruits and vegetables in capsule form. Balance of Nature is not like ordinary vitamins that are made with synthetics. These are just natural food in a vegetarian capsule, and they've got tens of thousands of vital nutrients from 100% whole food plants, fruits, and vegetables. In fact, the Daily Dose of Balance of Nature capsules has 10 servings of 31 different fruits and veggies in it. And Balance of Nature will give you access, if you call today, to your own health coach at no additional charge because they just want you to live a healthy life. Call your personal health coach and discuss any questions and concerns you may have. This is a tremendous service that the Howard family, the originators of Balance of Nature, provide to you at no charge. Balance of Nature is offering free shipping and 35% off any new preferred order of fruits and veggies. And remember, the best defense against any virus is your own strong immune system. Start your journey to a better health today by calling 1-800-2468-751. That's 1-800-2468-751. Or go to balanceofnature.com and use discount code the answer. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in iHeart, Alexa, or Odyssey.com. Dennis Prager is tired of the fear-mongering. Al Gore and these other crackpots have been saving the world since 1990 at least. Every 12 years we're warned it's too late if we don't do anything. And we uh, do almost nothing except ruin people's lives. The damage that the, 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 the latest panic mongers are doing is daily in the news. The Dennis Prager Show. Weekdays at 1, right before Sebastian Gorka at 3 on AM 970. The answer. The only station in New York that doesn't hold back. AM 970. The answer. You can't sleep. You can't eat. There's no doubt you're in deep. Radio Night Live from New York. Here's Kevin McCullough. So glad to have you with us on our Friday edition where we we just clear the runway to have fun, talk about food, talk about all the things you can do in the city over the weekend, and really make it a destination uh, for your time and effort and entertainment. Uh, And that's why there is no one better to co-host with me on Fridays than uh, the the amazing Christine Nicholas, who uh, I've, I've I've got a little uh, inside scoop on something that she's going to be part of this week. I'm going to tell you about that a little bit later. Uh, but uh, Christine, always fun to have uh, people talking food, and we're talking food again tonight. We talked food last week, and we're talking food again tonight. Right, and we're talking food and hospitality with the New York NYC Hospitality Alliance head, which is Andrew Ridgey. Welcome back to our show, I, Andrew. You've had a pretty busy week. You started off with. Uh, your big uh, event, your big conference, New York City Hospitality Alliance State of the Industry. Uh, So what is the state of the industry? And I I do want to first say a thank you for making sure whatever the state of the industry is, it's better than it was (laughs) because of you and your colleagues' efforts and making sure that the industry has the support that it needs. I appreciate that. It's great to be back. I love that you're always talking food on the show. Um, State of the industry. Well, the state of the industry conference we host every year, usually in the first quarter, to get people from the city's restaurant and nightlife industry together to talk about the state of the industry, the trends, the regulations, what's happening that's impacting their business really from an insider industry perspective. You know, people love to go out and eat and drink and socialize, but 
people that go out don't always know what's going on behind the scenes. So we try to have those conversations to push the industry forward, make sure that they can give people the best experience ever. And in general, what is the state of the industry? It's all over the place. I mean, it's better than it was last year, and it's better than it was the year before and probably even the year before because they've been absolutely devastating. But there's still some legit challenges that restaurants are facing. They're still trying to recover from the pandemic. And uh, I think the world's still trying to recalibrate where we are. And clearly that's going to impact restaurants because everyone, whether you're in the industry or not, you're often connected to the industry. So it's like one big economic and social ecosystem. And uh, we're out there fighting to support it. Andrew, one of the things that, um, and I just saw another headline, I think it was on the front page of the Post day before yesterday, uh, but one of the things that I, I'm guessing is hampering and still part of the problem is that while tourism is getting almost back to where we want it to be, it could still be a little bit better, the uh, day-to-day midtown brick-and-mortar workers are not there and i would imagine that particularly for the lunch dollars that the city was used to uh, performing with in years past that that is still a problem have we what's being done to attract those workers back will we ever see those people back or are we just going to have to say this is the new norm and lunch is just going to be easier to get a table at than it was before Yeah, big problem. I think maybe you're referring to a report that I also saw recently that the average person that used to come into Midtown and Lower Manhattan into the office before the pandemic is now spending more than $4,000, something like $4,600 a year less, which is something like $12 billion annual economic loss at these local businesses in these neighborhoods. So that is shocking. Those are really scary numbers. And I think people will come back over time. Like I said, I think it's going to take time to recalibrate. And the one thing I try not to do anymore is make predictions because the pandemic just taught me at least that the only thing that's certain is everything is uncertain. But I think it's going to be hard to imagine, you know, everyone's back five days a week like it used to be. So there's going to be less business. Business are going to have to adjust. But it does have long-term implications, and we could talk a little bit more about it, but I think there's going to need to be more policies and more programs to get people into these areas to spend their money, as well as finding ways to reduce costs for businesses located in those areas. So it's not just a Manhattan issue. So Andrew Ridgey is our guest from the Hospitality Alliance. What were some of the bright spots in the uh, in the state of the industry conference that you hosted this Monday? Well, I think one of the things was there was a general optimism among most of the people, even with all of these challenges. You know, I tried to set out when we were coming up with the idea for this year's panelists to speak at the conference, everyone always talks about doom and gloom. You know, we've been doing that. How do we focus on the opportunities and the optimism? And I heard a lot of that from people and it was how do they improve, enhance that guest experience? So if someone is coming in to the city for dinner and they haven't been in for a while, how are you going to make sure you don't only meet but exceed those expectations? And that goes into how are you training your team to make sure that the customers come in feel welcome, that everything you're putting out on that table is delicious. They feel that sense of hospitality. So there's a lot of focus on 
education, training, making sure that people come into the restaurant, have a great experience, so they go tell other people and they come back because people have other options. They don't have to come into the city. So how do you draw them there? Right. And then there was some talk about using data and what kind of technologies out there to help enhance or give workers the ability to better understand what it is their customers want. How do you better engage customers using like TikTok and social media was a big uh, topic of the conversation about getting people excited and promoting your brand and your restaurant in different ways to allow people connect from where they are and how they want to these days. I think that is the solution, Andrew, on some level. If it becomes an appointment that I don't want to miss, then I'm not going to miss it. And it's just a matter of enhancing. And I think you could even apply some of that creativity. I was thinking when you were describing um, just a second, I was thinking, you know, this kind of sounds like how Disney prepares their parks and their people. Like they they give them top flight education on training and they get people uh, understanding the people aspect of the business. And then when you go there, you have this magical experience. If we Disneyfied. Uh, you know, our existence here. And it's Christine's squinting. I mashed up a new word. But I think that there is, even like in the in the earlier uh, lunch options and stuff, I just think there's things that we haven't yet created and figured out. And I think that when we do, we're going we're gonna to be glad that we did. Yeah, I agree. Listen, when people come into the city, if they live here or they're coming in for work or they're just coming in to visit, you know, it's about that overall experience and what kind of story is we as New York City telling people. And I think, especially after having to be socially distant, people want to come together and they want to socialize. And I think it's food, you know, if I'm not going to come into the office every day, but when I do and I can get, you know, a great breakfast, a great lunch, and then maybe go out with some colleagues to a great happy hour at a local bar that turns into dinner at a restaurant, that's a memorable experience. People will want to do that. But there's other things. We need to keep the city clean. We need to keep the city safe. We need to keep stores where they are. You know, one of the policy issues we're going to start advocating for again is to eliminate the commercial rent tax, which is a surcharge on top of businesses rent that you only pay if you pay a certain amount of rent south of 96th Street in Manhattan. They've eliminated it throughout the rest of the city, yet we're burdening these struggling businesses with extra fees. It's time to eliminate that commercial rent tax on restaurants and retail shops and really invest in their future and make sure people have an experience that they want to continue to have and tell other people about. Great stuff, Andrew Ridgey. We appreciate you making time for us. Congrats on uh, the state of the industry, and we'll talk to you again soon. Thanks for having me. Thanks, Andrew. Kevin McCullough, Christine it. Nicholas coming right back from New York. Don't go away. Sponsored by Route 22 Toyota, who reminds you that if you're tired of dealing with dummies, experience the smart way to buy with Route 22 Toyota. Dennis Prager here. Visit the Holy Land with me and inspiration cruises and tours. No other trip will be like it. The Stand with Israel tour. Call 855-565-5519 or visit standwithisraeltour.com. 
Craving that signature Sunday sauce? Michaels of Brooklyn will make your place a must. Join Michaels of Brooklyn Sauce of the Month Club. Receive a different jar of Michaels of Brooklyn pasta sauce, homemade pasta and biscotti each month for six months. Make your home the place to be with Michaels of Brooklyn signature fresh marinara right in your home. Visit michaelsofbrooklyn.com and order online. That's michaelsofbrooklyn.com. Michaels of Brooklyn, serving the community since 1964. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. Hi, Kevin McCullough. Wish there was an easier way to navigate the world of real estate. If only there was a way to learn from the best. Well, now there is. Saturdays at 10, our very own Dottie Herman, vice chair of Douglas Elliman, gives you the inside track to what is hot in real estate. Stay one step ahead in today's seller's market as Dottie gives her tips on how to make it through the tricky waters. Doesn't matter if you're new to the game or a seasoned vet, you need to listen to Eye on Real Estate. Dottie and her team of experts will guide you as sellers and buyers to make sure you're getting the best value for your property. Whether you want to become a real estate agent or work within the business, there is no better person to learn from than the great Dottie Herman. Why? Because she is the best. Period. <laughs> so tune in, Eye on Real Estate, Saturdays at 10 on AM 970, The Answer. That's Eye on Real Estate, Saturday mornings at 10 o'clock on AM 970, The Answer. Balance of nature, changing the world one life at a time. I'm in my early 60s. I can't tell you how good I feel all day, especially because I work about a 12 and a half hour shift. I mean, I get up at 4 and I'm at work at 5.30. You know, the afternoons, I would start to kind of lag a little bit, you know, start slowing down. Well, within a day or two, I was not lagging. I had energy. I mean, I was singing and, you know, kind of dancing around a little bit. And I mean, the only thing I changed was balance of nature. That's no lie. That's the truth. I mean, I see it in the commercials and I believe it because I, I live it. Start your journey to better health with balance of nature. Call 1-800-246-8751 or go to balanceofnature.com to get 35% off your first preferred order. That's 1-800-246-8751. Go to balanceofnature.com or call 1-800-246-8751 and get this special offer by using discount code Brandon. America first with Sebastian Gorka. Weekday afternoons at 3 and evenings at 10 on AM 970. The answer. Always go, don't know where. Always showing I don't care. Don't love nobody, it's not worthwhile. All alone, I'm running wild. And now, from New York, Radio Night Live, here's Kevin McCullough. So glad to have you with us. Uh, huge week in New York. The state of the industry, Christine, the Broadway Association, stellar meeting. And when I was walking out of there, People were just raving about what uh, happened there. We already covered that in the open tonight. Uh, but uh, we've got another big surprise, and it has to do with what we were just talking about with Andrew. Yeah, I mean, when I was at the uh, Hospitality Alliance industry, state of the industry, there was a keynote or like, you know, I, in my view, probably the best part of it was uh, a celebration of someone's career who was at the New York Post for 50 years, uh, and that would be our fun friend Steve Cuso, and he was being interviewed uh, by Rosanna Scotto from Good Day New York, Fox 5. And to see the two of them together, it was um, it was so enjoyable, entertaining. 
Uh, but also, Steve Cuso certainly got in a couple of stories about uh, some restaurants that may not, um, uh, you may not want to go to. May not I have appreciated the Russian his... tea room. <laughs> Welcome, Steve Cuso. So, what was what's your Hi. state of the industry? <laughs> well, it's, it's a, I feel like I should be popping out of a cake or something with an epic intro <laughs> like that. Um, the boom. Uh, well, look, I think the industry is in better shape than than the hospitality alliance makes it sound but that's okay i get that they're advocates and andrew and his team do a fabulously great job uh, advocating for the city's restaurant and nightlife industries and they were instrumental uh two years ago in helping to get uh, different types of government aid for uh especially the restaurant industry which was on its deathbed uh, if you recall in 2020 uh, my take on it is a little different because I, I've got so many friends in the business and I see so many restaurants and I'm in so many restaurants and, you know, I think it's in much, it's much healthier than, than uh, a lot of people believe. And, uh, uh, you can't tell uh, what a bottom line is just by walking into a restaurant or a store or anything, but every restaurant for what it's worth, everywhere I go, restaurants are full. And, you know, they're not empty by 830. And, and, you know, yeah, they're having trouble hiring still. A service can be very spotty. Yes, they had to raise their prices, but nobody seems to mind paying, you know, $40 for a plate of pasta, $30 for a cheeseburger. And I, I see this almost everywhere I go. I was at the new, there's a new place called the Bad Roman. And it's from the branded, uh, uh, branded quality group or something like that. This is on the third floor of what we used to call Time Warner Center, what everybody still calls Time Warner Center, even though it's now the Deutsche Bank Center. <laughs> Somehow that doesn't trip off the tongue as, as easily. And, uh, you know, at, at, at 8 o'clock at night, that whole shopping mall at Columbus Circle is empty. The stores are empty. I mean, I'm sorry, the stores have closed. Um, there's hardly anybody on the floor. You go into uh, Bad Roman. It's an Italian restaurant with a goofy name. And... It's so full, you think you're at the ball game. It's unbelievable. And they were turning tables when I left at, at, at you know, nearly 10 o'clock. You know, Steve Cuso is our guest. He covers real estate and food for the New York Post. You know, something you did say, which, uh, you know, you said that restaurants are doing great. I think part of it is because they were able to expand their uh, footprint, you know, with the outdoor dining. Uh, and now the sheds are, many of them are being removed you have a point of view on this, whether or not this is a good thing for the industry or uh, a bad thing, these sheds. A couple of points of view, Christine, on, on this. Forget about the industry. My, my view of, of the outdoor dining sheds, for the most part, is that they're bad for the city, the whole city of New York. By outdoor dining sheds, I don't mean the ones on the sidewalks or in gardens. Uh, I mean the ones that are set up in the street, uh, you know, in, in sort of tents and what some people call streeteries. And um, so the city is, you know, taking its slow molasses-like pace to come up with a new set of rules for them. And they won't even have those rules till next year. Uh, and how long it will take to implement them, I don't know. I think that they're going to have the effect of mostly getting rid of them because they're going to charge, the city will charge fees for them, license fees. Now, while I think that's good for the city as a whole to get rid of a lot of them, it's also a tragedy for the relatively small number of outdoor dining uh, uh, sheds in the street that are truly wonderful. My favorite of all is at uh, Fresco by Scotto, 
on East 55th Street, I think. <laughs> I always think it was 53rd. And it's a wonderful folly. They spent a lot of money building it and designing it. And it's one of the most popular places in town. I mean, they've told me that sometimes they have more customers in the outdoor setup than they do indoors. Not because anybody's afraid of COVID anymore, or no one should be, but simply because it's such a delightful place. They to just sit. like, yeah, there they are, just like there the are, feeling. There are some others, there are hey, some Steve, others as well. we're going to yeah. take a break real quick. Got to pay some bills okay. when we come back. I uh, want to hear the rest of your thoughts on that. Steve Cuso, who just celebrated his 50th anniversary at the New York Post. He's with us tonight and hope that you will uh, stay with us. It's Radio Night Live. It's Dr. Lederman about innovative cancer treatment options often hidden elsewhere. Dr. Lederman discusses all options, what every doctor should do. Patients are amazed at Dr. Lederman's first in America radio surgery hidden options. Non-invasive, outpatient, highly successful treatment where we attack the cancer. I'm Dr. Lederman for your loved one with cancer treatment options that may have been hidden from you when most needed. For newer recurrent cancers, most anywhere in the body, even if prior chemo, surgery, or radiation didn't work or isn't wanted, call Dr. Lederman, two and two choices, two and two choices, for appointment and free cancer treatment booklet DVD. 1384 Broadway at 38th. Most insurances, Medicare, Medicaid accepted. Learn about hidden cancer treatment options. Hidden no more with Dr. Lederman. Two and two choices. Two and two choices. My name is Imran Ansari, and I lead the Civil Litigation Division of Idala, Bertuna & Kamins, the preeminent New York litigation law firm. The tires screech, the impact is felt. Boom. You've just been in a car accident. It's a scary situation that none of us want to experience. But if you have been injured in a car accident, then you may be entitled to significant monetary compensation for your injuries. It's important you speak to an attorney right away to make sure your rights are protected. Myself and our team of experienced trial attorneys will never settle for less than what you deserve. We are always ready to go to court to fight for you and seek justice. So if you or a loved one have been injured in an accident, don't delay. Call Idala Bertuna and at 212-486-0011. That's 212-486-0011. Or visit us on the web at idalalaw.com. idalalaw.com. Idala Bertuna and Kamins, fighting for justice, fighting for you. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. Call in to the Joe Piscopo Show. And let your voice be heard. Hey, let me go to Tom and Boca Raton. Your show is, in my opinion, the great American story. Joe Piscopo's father, the family, Al, everybody in your show. You guys put together a team. I love your show. Everybody's beautiful. We're very fortunate to have a great American story. Joe Piscopo. Joe Piscopo. Weekday mornings from 6 to 10 on AM 970. The Answer. Mike Lendell and MyPillow are launching the new MyPillow 2.0 with a special buy one, get one free offer. The MyPillow 2.0 offers a brand new temperature regulating technology that keeps you comfortable throughout the night. The new fabric dissipates heat and humidity to create a cooling sensation to maintain a a cooler surface temperature. MyPillow knows core body temperature plays a big role in how well you sleep. The new fabric technology helps regulate your body temperature throughout the night by creating a lower surface 
surface temperature for a more restful night's sleep. Machine washable and dryable with a 10-year warranty and a 60-day money-back guarantee and made in the USA. Just go to the radio listeners page at MyPillow.com, use the promo code AM970 or call 800-651-0798, 800-651-0798. Don't miss this incredible opportunity to buy one, get one free on the new MyPillow 2.0, 800-651-0798. Breaking news and local news. Find it on our website, am970theanswer.com. Back to Kevin McCullough and Radio Night Live from New York. Where on Friday we talk about all things fun, food, entertainment. Coming up, uh, of course, Christine will have her tips for your weekend uh, to things you should not miss uh, for sure. But right now we continue our discussion with one of our fan favorites here, Steve Cuso of the New York Post, who has been uh, uh, very gracious to be with us so many times, Christine. I think he's one of our most oft-repeated guests. He's, he's been here. He was my fr- our first guest. On, on March on 19th, one. Yeah. when we started in 2020, 20, 2021, I think. But <laughs> before the break, you were talking about these outdoor dining sheds, and you uh, uh, said Fresco by Scotto is one of the best ones, which I agree. Really it's beautiful. A beautiful place. It's wonderful. And, yeah, and there are some, some others. others. There are some others. I mean, um, my favorite Indian restaurant in New York is called is Tamarind. It's been a longtime favorite. It's sort of an institution in Tribeca. It's on Hudson Street, and they set up, a, it's like an outdoor village and, uh, on, on two sides of the, uh, the actual restaurant. They're on the corner, and um, it's totally charming. And, and again, this is a, even though uh, uh, Cameron is a beautiful restaurant uh, indoors, some people prefer to eat outside in, in the sheds simply because it's, they're just fun to be in. You know, they're cute and really has nothing to do any longer for with uh, worries about viruses. Um, and there are others, uh, there's a Don Angie down in the, in the West Village. It would be a pity, a tragedy, if the new rules have to, you know, have the effect of forcing owners to take those uh, outdoor structures down because they're just delightful and wonderful. And, and, and the people who created them spent a lot of time and put a lot of money into it, unlike, unlike, you know, the cynical operators who all over the city put up these flimsy plywood sheds uh, in the street. Steve Cuso is our guest from the New York Post. Steve, food is half your passion. Real estate is the other half, and you write about it uh, articulately. We have covered uh, stem to stern, the whole controversy with MSG and uh, Penn Station and what should be done there. Uh, What are your thoughts after these latest rounds of hearings and discussions and so forth? I, I think that the, the, the governor's proposal, which she inherited from her predecessor for, you know, to, to save Penn Station, give us a new and better Penn Station by uh, bulldozing half of the neighborhood around it to make room for eight office buildings, which absolutely nobody in the world wants or needs right now, uh, is madness. There are all sorts of plans for casinos, every, you know, the kitchen sink. All in the name of saving Penn, making Penn Station better, which is ridiculous. If the state of New York wants to make Penn Station better, all they have to do is spend money to make it better. It's, it's a crime. It's absolutely eight, eight years would be would be a, a breakneck speed, as we know. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And I think, yeah, and I think we we realize that even with that, when the garden is sitting plop 
dead on top of uh, Penn Station, it is preventing Penn Station from growing at all, from expanding, from giving yeah, people, I, uh, you know, the room that they need to move. Being beautified. As, as long as, as the garden sits on top of Penn Station, uh, it's going to stink. Now, during the week, the Dolans, as we post uh, my colleague here, first reported about a week ago, made some kind of remarks that almost made, well, made it sound as if they might, who knows, be amenable to, you know, moving the garden uh, uh, you know, across the street or something. Um, I think that's far-fetched, but I think it should be explored. It should not be, uh, you know, written off as, as a pipe train because that's really, that's the only thing that's going to make it happen. Um, <clears throat> meanwhile, I'm amused by the fact that, uh, you know, East Side Access, the other station, Grand Central, the LIRR, so that people from the island would not have to go through Penn Station, you know, and if they're, if they're going to the east side from the island, is a total mess. They spent like $80 gazillion or 18,000 years late. And now it turns out that it's, <laughs> it looks great, but it's totally messed up the, the railroad schedules because they diverted half the trains from the west side to the east side. And so you, if you watch TV today, you see all these people going completely bananas. Yeah, well, I think that's all going to get sorted out. It's part of it. Part of it is growing pains. Uh, but the reality, you know, you really want to improve Penn Station. I think we all know, and you just heard it from Steve Cuso from the New York Post. As long as that garden's on top, it's going to stink. I like how you say that. Uh, what's the deal with, uh, if we have another minute, what's the deal with Jay-Z saving Times Square? Is he saving Times Square? Yeah, what's the story on Times Square needs saving or because he wants, he, he understands the value of Times Square that if you put your brand there, you're going to get great exposure. Well, I hope, I hope that his involvement hmm. at, at definitely uh, involved at one location, the, uh, the new uh, Kempo by Hilton Hotel at 47th Street, and maybe would and would be involved at the casino project a few blocks out, but that's only if the casino plan there is approved by the state. But um, I kind of think that Times Square needs some new energy, and if properly uh, uh, administered, and uh, it could be a good thing for Times Square. It'll bring a new audience. So many New Yorkers hate Times Square, not just now, but historically. Even when, you know, the office buildings went up and so lots and lots of New Yorkers worked there, they still pretended they didn't. Oh, I never go near Times Square, except that, you know, except that they do uh, when they go to work. Um, but uh, they do avoid it. They don't want to encounter the Elmos on the street. And there are increasing low-level crimes there. It's never going to be as bad as it was, you know, in the, in the so-called bad old days of 70s, 80s, 90s. Nothing could be that bad. But it does need a, a kind of a new lease on life. It's lost some of its, some of its energy. Some companies have moved away. Um, <clears throat> the street environment, which is a result of the pedestrian plazas that were installed when Michael Bloomberg was mayor, um, have, in my view, created a, a tacky, tawdry environment that, that is, you know, suited to it's suited to unpleasantry. It's, it's suited to mischief. And I, I walked through there the other day. And, uh, you know, I told Tom Harris, the head of the uh, Times Square Alliance, that one of, like around 45th Street, there was a mob, not a mob, 20 guys selling CDs. These are criminals, okay? They're illegal. They're selling stuff illegally without a license. And they're not honestly selling CDs. If you so much as 
touch a CD to look at it, then you bought it. And if you don't buy it, you're in trouble. Um, it's not a, a, a you know, a, a far from that to going back to the three card Monty dealer. Yeah, we don't watch. want. We don't want that stuff coming back, for sure. <laughs> Steve Cuso, we're out of time. It is always a pleasure to have you with us, friend. Thank you for being here. Thank you, Christine and Kevin. Always a pleasure. You Thanks. got it. Um, and, you know, I, I'm always jealous of that guy's menu. I always wonder where he's going tonight, what he's going to have, where he's going to be. You know, it's going to be good. Anyway, when I we come back, it's time for tips for your weekend. Christine is here. She'll have them right after this. <laughs> Hi, Kevin McCullough. Now more than ever, I want you to try Balance of Nature's fruits and vegetables in capsule form. Balance of Nature is not like ordinary vitamins that are made with synthetics. These are just natural food in a vegetarian capsule, and they've got tens of thousands of vital nutrients from 100% whole food plants, fruits, and vegetables. In fact, the Daily Dose of Balance of Nature capsules has 10 servings of 31 different fruits and veggies in it. And Balance of Nature will give you access, if you call today, to your own health coach at no additional charge because they just want you to live a healthy life. Call your personal health coach and discuss any questions and concerns you may have. This is a tremendous service that the Howard family, the originators of Balance of Nature, provide to you at no charge. Balance of Nature is offering free shipping and 35% off any new preferred order of fruits and veggies. And remember, the best defense against any virus is your own strong immune system. Start your journey to a better health today by calling 1-800-2468-751. That's 1-800-2468-751. Or go to balanceofnature.com and use discount code the answer. Hi, Kevin McCullough. What does the perfect wedding entail? Just you, the love of your life, your guests, and the iconic New York City skyline. Sound too good to be true? It's not. You can say I do, all with gorgeous views of the New York City skyline in the distance on board the Atlantis yacht of New York Cruises. Call 212-633-1231 to book your unforgettable event today. New York Cruises is the premier unique wedding venue. They have a dedicated staff of experienced hospitality professionals who can provide you with wedding cruise event planning services every step of the way. Call 212-633-1231 to book your unforgettable event today. Your guests will dine in style on the main deck, sky deck, and lounge deck with 360-degree views of the Manhattan skyline. The Atlantis of New York Cruises is the perfect venue for corporate events, weddings, engagement, and anniversary parties, reunions, retirement parties, birthdays, bar or bat mitzvahs, you name it. Call 212-633-1231 to book your unforgettable event today or visit NewYorkCruises.com. This is an important notice to all U.S. taxpayers. The IRS is giving away billions of dollars in tax savings through a federal program called the Fresh Start Initiative to aid delinquent taxpayers. This initiative was established for anyone facing financial hardship and unable to pay their back taxes. Qualifying and enrolling in this program will stop all collections, settle your delinquent tax problem, and even reduce what you owe by thousands of dollars. Call the hotline at People's Tax Relief to see if you qualify and get this free information by dialing 800-419-2387. If you have unfiled tax returns or cannot afford to pay your personal or business back taxes, you can now get the help you need. One simple phone call can resolve your tax problem and save you thousands of dollars. To see if you qualify and to get this important free information, call 800-419-2387. 800-419-2387. 800-419-2387. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. Once again, from New York, here's Radio Night Live and Kevin McCullough. 
Well, I teased it uh, earlier. I said that uh, Lady Christine has a very important uh, thing to do this weekend. She's going to give us all of her tips and things that she's going to do. But I, I just want to make this plug. Make sure that you're listening at 9 p.m. Uh, tomorrow night on the Salem News Channel because the one and only Christine Nicholas will join that Kevin show mm. in her television uh, debut, at least on our channel. So uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. And we're going to talk uh, all the all, even even more fun stuff like, uh, you know, how New York City and TV uh, ended up working together and all that uh, other stuff. And, Christine, you've, you've seen it uh, up close and personal all these years. Thank you for coming on and look forward to talking to you on the uh, on the camera tomorrow night. Ah, oh, well, thanks so much, Kevin. I mean, what a, what an honor. Congratulations on that Kevin show. All all real good. Hey, you know, when our guest Steve Cusa was on, we wanted to ask him where he was having dinner, you know, mm-hmm. tonight. Speaking of tips, I figured wherever he goes, uh, <laughs> we should you know, follow that Cuso. It's funny because I had lunch with him at um, at Bobby Vans right after the Hospitality Alliance thing. And he was with we were with Jane Cuso, the lovely wife of Steve. And they finished lunch. And as they're finishing, he's making reservations at Bad Roman. So, I mean, to me, they're like same day. Yeah. So tonight (laughs) I'm told by Jane Cuso uh, that they're going to Hotong. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right, but it's where the old Le Cirque was at the Bloomberg building, the Beacon Court on 58th Street. And boy, does it look delicious. This is a dim sum restaurant. Um, I'm just looking at their website and my gosh, it is just absolutely gorgeous. And I believe they rebuilt this after they had almost a t- uh, a flood of Titanic proportions. Uh, oh, by the way, speaking of Titanics, there is a visit the Titanic exhi- exhibit since I got to give you some tips on what to do. Yeah. Uh, so that's located at 526 6th Avenue at 14th Street. And it is open this weekend from 9 a.m. to 8 p.m. on Saturday and 9 a.m. to 7 p.m. on Sunday. Uh, and it, you can get more information at titanic.eu. Um, I think they have over 200 original objects from inside the ship and then also replicas in eight rooms. Wow. Uh, that, you know, so that should be interesting. This is timed also, well because they just re-released the 20th uh, anniversary yeah. of the movie, and it's doing actually okay in the cinemas, the 20th version, 20th anniversary version. But uh, I know. Cool. and. And then my daughter has already seen it. She's a big Titanic fan. And by the way, I was at Ellen Stardust Diner today for lunch, and I see that they have a Titanic dessert in wow. honor of the pre-release. Do this you looks drown like in a it? Banana split. It is so big. You definitely, it is for the table, at least for two. Although right. if I went with my husband, I'm not so sure. But <laughs> do you stand Nick at the tip of the dessert. banana boat and hold your arms out and say, "I'm the king of dessert"? Yeah, it looks like it looks like the Titanic. So that's kind of fun. And if you uh, need some exercise afterwards, this is sort of your last chance to enjoy the rink and bumper cars at Bryant Park. So just take oh, a stroll fun. after dinner. Um, that's going to close on uh, March 6th, I believe, on Monday. So yeah, this weekend. You can get your aggression out in those bumper cars or you can <laughs> skate, you know. So, I mean, it, it'll it'll be a lot of fun. Um, Brooklyn Museum has free Sundays, uh, free Saturdays, sorry. And this is the first one that they're having this Saturday. So if you are looking for free stuff, go to brooklynmuseum.org. That's always great. So thanks, right. Kevin. Nick, Christine, always a pleasure. phenomenal uh, week. Thank you for the Broadway Association. Thank you for being here tonight. Uh, friends, we do it all again starting next Tuesday uh, here on Radio Night Live. We'll see you then.